unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Thank you for listening to For the Win Fantasy Football with your hosts, Brian, Ryan, and Andrew. And hello, everyone, to a week two recap from For the Win Fantasy Football. I'm here with Brian today. On a low-scoring fantasy football day in the early afternoon, a uh, little spicier as the day wore on, though. Uh, kind of, even the even the late games, like there. I mean, a couple of them also disappointed. Just, I mean, if you probably scored, if you scored one twenty, you're probably in the clubhouse with a W. Yeah, no and, kidding. And, I, I'm shocked by how many like one ten scores there are, like in in several of our leagues. Uh, it's a rough day. I mean, unless you have Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Derrick Henry being the I mean, well there were other guys that had good games, but like nobody had well, other than like maybe Tyler Lockett and Derrick Henry, nobody had touchdowns and yards. So right. you basically you you might have felt good sans touchdowns or like you got bailed out by touchdowns because you had no yards. Um I guess I guess some of the Tampa Bay players uh notwithstanding as well. So a few guys did something, but I think by and large everyone's pretty disappointed. You're just kinda hoping to get out with a W and uh-huh. and look forward For sure. to week three. Uh, I know I'm personally in the league I care mo- care about most, the league of record or dynasty. I have uh, I have a shot tonight because I still have Travis Kelsey, but I'm sitting on one touchdown for my entire lineup. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And it, it was a fourth quarter scamper from Nick Chubb. Other than that, I have, I've I mean I've had I have yards. I mean, <laughs> if you look at the stat line, Sands touchdowns, I feel okay. Although my mm-hmm. receivers in that uh, Tennessee Seattle game really really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to admit, like DK Metcalf and AJ Brown combined <laughs> for. Uh, not, what, uh, 96 yards. Yeah, it was all the ones that you didn't own uh, today, it seemed, that were getting all the love. I mean, um, yeah. Mike Evans yeah. uh, got hit big where Swain. Antonio, <laughs> you know. you know. Uh, it, it was also kind of weird uh, midway through the day when, like, James White was the leading running back uh, <laughs> for the week and, like, uh, Devin Singletary, J.D. McKissick. It's like, this is not right. I, the, so. the name escapes me from a one o'clock game, but the very first score of the day came from some guy who's some white guy whose last name starts with a Z. And I'm like, when I see the first touchdown of the day go to something like that, I know we're in for kind of a shit show. And that's exactly what we got. His name escapes me. I feel bad. Maybe we'll pick it out of the out of this lineup here in a minute. But it was like, I think it was a Panther. I'm going to see if I can dig it up while we're talking here. Mm, uh, all right. Well, but uh, yeah, uh, so we're going to try to wrap it through this because we do have the Baltimore Ravens versus uh, Kansas City Chiefs coming on soon. Brandon, uh, Brandon Zilstra broke the seal today, so you knew it was going to be a bad fucking day. <laughs> all right, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Tony Pollard getting the first touchdown instead of Zeke boy, for the day. Boy, I mean, he had juice. We'll talk about him in a second. Oh, he had a day, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, we'll start off at 1 o'clock. Uh, how about uh, Carolina and the uh, Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints? Um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Zilstra, if you, uh, if you had that dart throw and you knew who he was, you knew he existed, you're looking good. <laughs> yeah, what uh, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey? Outside of that, rough day for you. Even McCaffrey had the say. yards until the very end. He did pop in a, a touchdown late, but that was—I uh, mean, it was—it was fine because he had the yards. I mean, he can be a twenty-five point guy without touchdowns, which makes right. him fairly unique. But he got the touchdown anyway, and uh, yeah, good good game for the Panthers. The, we saw bad Jameis today, so that's you know one for two. It's about right. Yep. 
Alvin was completely out of the game from the get go. I don't know. Did something happen to him or did he just get game scripted out? Cause eight carries five yards, four receptions for 25 yards is not an Alvin Kamara day. Uh, no, no. He, I mean, none, the team didn't carry the ball. I mean, they were down a little bit early. It's like they just woke up today and said, you know, we're not going to try to run at all. Now, I know they were dealing with some COVID coach issues, and maybe that had something to do with it. I know I was maybe. disappointed in my parlays when I when I realized they were down most of their staff. It doesn't, you don't yeah. think that would matter because these guys are professionals, but it, it does. So, yep. yeah, all around bad day. There's nothing useful for uh, for the Saints, like nothing. Um, yeah. Little Jordan Humphrey leads the receiving core with 27 yards on a single catch. Woo. And, uh, yeah, Jay Boo is the leading rusher with 19. Just, yeah. Yeah, they, rough they day. Burn the tape uh, for the – for the Panthers, I mean, they got a Christian McCaffrey day. They got your DJ Moore. Um, and the rest of it was just a bunch of guys. I mean, nothing yep. really, nothing right home about. I am uh, excited for that offense, though. They do look like they got enough pieces to keep you keep you honest. Yeah, yeah. I think once whenever they get into the swing of things, they could be pretty powerful. Um, I, I do worry about the target share of the second and third receiver, Robbie Anderson and uh, Terrace Marshall at this point. But, hey, um, yeah, I mean, Bears, Bengals. Uh, sure. Yeah, this one went, uh, I mean, it finished kind of the way I thought with the Bears win, but this was an ugly ass game for a very long time. It took a bunch of inept quarterback play to start making points go on the board. Yeah, it was wild how uh, Joe Burrow was in the negatives uh, for a good portion of the game today. Uh, ends up with 10 points in uh, like standard half PPR. Uh, but who man, Joe Mixon was a bust. Um, Jamar Chase and T Higgins really... And maybe maybe Boyd, Tyler Boyd, uh, they were, okay. were the only guys that were worth it. Yeah, I mean the the the, the former the, the the former two Higgins and Chase saved their days with touchdowns. Although Higgins was having an okay day, but he fumbled twice and lost both. Uh, so yeah. it was nice to see him actually get that touchdown at the end because I mean he was probably feeling terrible. And uh, <laughs> and Tyler Boyd was a very effective seven for seventy three. I mean if you're if you you need him for bye weeks, he's going to be there for you. Right, kind of how I felt with that team. Uh, the Bears, uh, uh, Justin Fields ain't ready. Didn't look like it. Yeah, right. Uh, this isn't preseason, uh, and if he if he just wants to run around, he's probably going to get killed. So he's going to have to uh, be a little more f- efficient throwing the football. Six of 13 for 60, although that actually was four more yards than Andy Dalton. So, again, this was just yeah. a weird week where just not a lot of teams were doing anything. Right. Um, both running backs were inefficient. Uh, it, A-Rob at least got a touchdown to – save his day but man <laughs> that was a mike evans kind of day if i've ever seen one yeah, never discount the first quarter touchdown like it's so nice to have one in your back pocket because the rest of the game can go poorly but man having like at least seven or eight points in your first quarter pocket it, it makes the day a little more like palatable yeah uh texans cleveland um this was a good game actually i i i didn't think it would be as close but um, Tyrod actually came to play this year. Uh, it's a shame he got injured during the game and had to leave. Uh, Mills is nothing uh, on the pro caliber, I don't think. True, but uh, he did statistically have his best day as a professional, including the preseason. I mean, 8 for 18, 102, a touchdown and a pick doesn't sound like much, but that is miles ahead of what we saw in the preseason. So at least he came uh, equipped to be serviceable, if not like professional. Like yeah. Um, Mark Ingram was unefficient, inefficient, like we thought, like we thought he would be. Nothing surprising there. Brandon uh, Cooks, Phillip, is, Brandon Cooks is good. Yeah, yeah. I, he, I mean, he he seems quarterback proof. He got several points after Tyrod Taylor left, so that gives uh, Brandon Cook owners a little bit of confidence. He is the number one guy there for a reason, I guess. And what I'm, 
I, I guess he's easily going to get about, and what, 1,200 yards is what he's on track for right now? Something like that? I'd have to do the math. Yeah, which is pretty but, close to where he lives, so it makes yeah. sense. On the Brown side, the usual suspects did good things. Uh, Baker is, like, hella efficient with the, you know, 19 for 21, 213 yards. It's just, man, touchdowns. Like, I don't know. He's not getting those big strikes right now. They're, they're like, uh, what, doing little dink and dunk and expecting just to move the chains with the running backs? Is that the, the yeah. game plan right now I, I mean, for them? I, wa- I watched so. a lot of this game. Uh, uh, I think Schwartz is going to be a, a, a pretty nice piece of this offense when he gets to become like up to speed and is more than just a fast guy. But until then, they just got a bunch of possession receivers and uh, a bunch of really good running backs. So it's going yeah. to be a lot of stuff played close to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be hard for them to to have big plays if it's not just like Nick Chubb running right for 20, 30, 40, 50 yards. That's that, that is their big play right now in this offense. Right. Um, yeah. But they're good at it. I mean, they, they, sure. they won this game. I mean, I think they were looking dicey with Tyrod. I, I did think this was a big surprise uh, until he went down. And then once he went down, I'm like, okay, well, even if Houston can keep it close, they, they can't win with Davis Mills. Yeah. And I, I really hope Tyrod comes back quick because Houston does actually look, you know, a little exciting. <laughs> better than we thought they would. Yeah, so. they might compete, which is uh, it's more than I thought they would, that you could say. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, exciting game that happened, sort of, the uh, Rams versus the Colts, 27-24 Rams. Um, Stafford looked good. Cooper Cup stole the show. Uh, the running games, again, I mean, outside of Daryl Henderson, every other running back sucked today. Um, uh, I mean, so, Sony Michelle had one drive where he popped off for a handful of good runs in a, in a, in a row, but yeah, it's, it, he actually, Sony Michelle was a, had a higher average per carry. I don't, that doesn't always be, that's not always indicative of how well somebody played, oh, but, I, yeah, but, true. I mean, but he was, he was alive in this game and he was only out touched 13 to 10. So I think the Daryl Henderson, uh, truthers are going to have to deal with that. I mean, he looked okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cup touchdown is, save it his day for sure. Cooper Cup is the offense. It seems like that's all Matthew Stafford wants to throw to. I mean, Robert Woods got a little run. the The ancillary players get looks, but I mean, it's Cooper Cup when he needs to get when he needs to make a play. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people's sirens might be going uh, quiet now that Van Je- uh, Van Jefferson was not out targeting Robert Woods this week. I know a lot of people were just flipping out online about that, but uh, it's the Cooper Cup show there um, for sure. Uh, Michael Pittman had a damn good game. Um, his best game of his career, I think. Yeah, he was uh, running, Pascal he was, got his touchdown. Yeah, he was running open a lot. Pascal did get a touchdown. I think Pascal, this is, this is what he's going to be. He might not get you uh, 80 yards, but he is going to be somebody that gets looks inside the 20. And yeah. you can do worse for like a, a bye week filler. That's probably what he is. Right. Uh, unless Wentz is out, then they're rolling with Eason and he doesn't look ready at all. Like sure. He's got a big arm, but he's making some dumbass decisions out there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, table all this. If it's Jacob Eason, you can't, you can't start yeah. Colts receivers. If that's uh, until you see more from that kid, if he is going to have to play, yeah. not a very comfortable Jonathan Taylor owner day. Uh, if you draft him in the first round, you're pretty damn disappointed with today. You didn't even have to worry about Naheem Hines. It was just, Man, the the game game scripting and the Rams are good. They're a good defense, so you should have expected this. Uh, if you thought that he was going to go for twenty points today, I think you're a little misguided. Yeah, there's just there's no room to plop for a one yard touchdown run against the Rams. Aaron Donald was sitting right there in the middle, and even if he doesn't make the play, he's holding up three interior linemen. <laughs> yeah, and I think JT had three or four opportunities to punch it in from the two or three, and yeah, could, four and a touchdown just didn't work out. 
Yeah, that's just going to happen. I mean, it's so crazy because Aaron Donald is not a big human compared to like what he has to go up against, but he's just so damn fast. Yeah. Yeah, so damn fast. So, I mean, there are better days ahead from that standpoint. He did get all the looks inside the inside the one or two, but it's just the wrong team to try it. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Um, Denver, uh, Jacksonville, 23-13 to 13 Denver. Jacksonville with their first lead on the season. It lasted for almost a whole quarter. Um, you know, Trevor looked really efficient in the first quarter, and then it just all the wheels came off. Yeah, uh, pretty nasty weather uh, for most of this game, which but didn't affect Teddy Bridgewater, who was extremely efficient yet again. Yeah, um, he is. I mean, he looked really good. Cortland Sutton ate all day, and uh, you know, Fan had a touchdown. Uh, Melvin Gordon got a couple big plays. Tim Patrick was in there a little bit. Just, I mean, everyone was picking up the Jerry Judy slack. Uh, I do think this is very encouraging for Cortland Sutton. I mean, yeah. obviously 160 yards is going to be encouraging, but he got a lot of looks and he was, he looked healthy. And even though the Jaguars don't have a good secondary, you still have to beat bad players. And he was beating the bad players. Right. Um, little discouraging for the running back standpoint, uh, for either team. Yeah. Um, I really thought one of the, I mean, I thought both Bronco running backs would probably eat and turned out really neither of them did. Um, they both had okay-ish it, useful, almost nine to 10 point days. And that was it. They look touchdown dependent. I mean, that's really it. Like, you're hoping that you hit that touchdown lotto for the week, and uh, we'll so, see how that goes. Yeah, so one thing I'm, I'm noticing, and I've always thought this about Teddy Bridgewater, but it's painful for fantasy, is, like, the guy doesn't throw a lot of incompletions, but also doesn't make a lot of big plays, so the game just gets sucked away. It's like, yeah. you look up, and, like, a nine-minute drive happened, and you're like, well, what happened? Like, well, no, they had, like, they only ran, like, nine plays. Right, yeah, I mean, I think the Broncos had like 60 uh, plays on offense where the Jags had 47 or something like that, yeah, so. Yeah, just nothing, I mean. Um, yeah, Marvin Jones was the one, the lone Jag that was worth owning today, yeah, so yeah, yeah, okay, congratulations. I, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence showed a little bit of his youth today, but I'm really glad he wasn't dropping back 50 times. Yeah, um, and what the hell, LaVisca Chenault, two, two receptions out of seven targets, like, mm-hmm. At least he's getting targets, but man, horrible efficiency. You know, from a, a 30,000 feet perspective, what we learned today, especially in the early games, is that the NFL is very hard for rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, I mean, yeah. Surprisingly, I think Trevor Lawrence might have had the best rookie performance today. But that wasn't could, a, a very good game. I mean, we know we'll, I guess get, we'll, that, we'll yeah. get to Zach Wilson. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He was, taking, um, he was taking to school. No kidding. Uh Felt bad for him, but everyone's talking about, you know, Bill Belichick and rookie quarterbacks. You don't play him, and it's true. Uh, but we'll go to the uh, Buffalo Bills versus Miami first. 35 nothing, Buffalo. Like, okay. And yet, they, they responded to last week. <laughs> but yet Buffalo didn't really look good on offense. Yeah, Josh Allen really struggled today. Um, what, uh, Devin Singletary had a big pop-off run. And that was it. Uh, that was mostly his whole day. He had a yeah, Zach Moss was a TD vulture. Yeah, Steph- uh, Stephon Diggs, four for 60, caught a, um, I call it hero ball when like there really isn't a play call down inside the five, but a quarterback just runs around crazy and then finds somebody like on the back side of the play. Sure. That was a Stephon Diggs touchdown. Like, okay, it's nice that he caught it, but there's, I don't put a lot of stock in that. So yeah, uh, did save his day. Otherwise he's like three for 50 with no score. And that's, that's pretty disappointing for a top of the second round player. Right. And, uh, what, um, Hey, Bill's defense had a hell of a time, of course. So you would expect a blanking out your opponent. Um, to a left early. Eh, yeah, Bruce Ribs wasn't wasn't even broken, so it's kind of a disappointment. I mean, I think like isn't that what you wear the flak jacket for? Like he's a shrimp. I mean, I, I do I do have concerns about. I mean, football is a game for tough people. Are you going to be a tough person? Like right. I mean, yeah. Bruce Ribs shouldn't knock you out. Yeah. 
Uh, and hey, uh, you know, if if you had Gaskin, hope you weren't starting him today. Five for twenty-five. I mean, they just four or five targets is kind of nice, I guess, for your starting running back. My my, my favorite stat of this game uh, came from Dawson Knox. It's not because he caught a touchdown pass, which actually looked good. I mean, he actually yeah he, he was like the primary on that on that uh on that uh that play, which was nice, a nice little back of the end zone throw. But he had two forced fumbles today, which. Uh, if you play in an IDP league, that's worth my, that's worth four points. So yeah, you could have cool. I could have got him in the double digits for you, which is pretty pretty funny. Right? Yeah. Uh, any any concerns about the Dolphins? I mean, no quarterback. Um, you know what? Jacoby Brissett doesn't sound like a huge drop off for Tua. It's just no. like, I mean, they just have a bunch of guys, right? Like they're kind of like the Browns, just with a, a shittier running back situation, I guess, and like shittier possession receivers. Yeah, the offensive line isn't quite as good. They, well, no, actually, I mean, the Dolphins actually have speedsters. One of them didn't play. We waited all this time for uh, for the flying V, Will Fuller. Oh, back, yeah. And he misses, right. the, he misses the game for a personal reason. That's all you got. So, yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddle looked nice at times, did muff a punt, which uh, kind of hurt. But, I mean, he still, looked good right. run, he still looked good as a receiver. Yeah, I think they're kind of the antithesis of the Browns. They just don't have a quarterback so far to get him the ball. Yeah. I got you there. They're very boring. Um, Thirty-five, nothing. When the Dolphins win, it's seventeen, sixteen. When they lose, they look bad. Yeah. Uh, here's another game that looked bad: the Patriots versus the Jets, twenty-five to six. Pats. Zach Wilson looked awful. Mac Jones didn't look awesome. Uh, James White was the leading scorer on the day. Yeah, Damian uh, Harris did, did have a did have a phenomenal run. He broke six or seven tackles on his way to the end zone. Got a little help from his O line, which you like that when the line's running with the with the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really nice play. Other, otherwise, I don't think uh, anybody did really anything. I think it did get Damian Harris probably definitely out of the flex consideration. I bet we're going to split that bet. I bet he's going to be sitting as an RB two, but probably, uh, but probably yeah, closer to so. a higher end RB two because that was. I mean, sixty two and a score has been okay for this week. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was thinking that he would be what twelfth or something, and it looks like he came in at sixteenth. Okay. So yeah, so uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he was but, cl- he was closer to your number than mine. Um, that that run was this whole day though. So, Sam's that run. He's probably closer to like not even a flex play. But he he had the run. He looked good doing it. So, mm-hmm. that's yeah. A, that's a wash, but closer to a W for you. Um, anything to talk about here? I mean, Michael Carter got eleven carries. Ty Johnson twelve. It looks like Tevin Coleman's at the bottom of the pecking order there now. Yeah, Michael that, Carter was that's good. Cool. Uh, he just wasn't good down down by the goal line. He I don't know. That man's not. He's able to, little. Yeah, he's he's not able to get those touches. I know they tried it out, which is kind of encouraging, but I mean, he was just swallowed up. Yeah. So, uh, Braxton Berrios was the uh, leading receiver for the Jets today, and that's don't spend whatever. Your fa- don't spend your fab. Nope, don't <laughs> at all. Um, and of course, since Zach Wilson played so bad, Corey Davis was useless. So, uh, sorry for everyone that was so high on him last week. Maybe traded for him and eh, feeling a little bit of a sting. But uh, moving on, San Francisco versus uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, seventeen to eleven, ugly ass game. Yeah. I don't know what the running back situation. Kyle Shanahan does it again. Jermichael Hasty's the leading rusher yardage wise because Elijah Mitchell was so damn inefficient. Uh, no, Mitchell snuck across the finish line with forty two to to Hasty's thirty eight. So it was it was pretty. Oh, good. excuse me. But but Mitchell needed seventeen carries to do that. <laughs> Hasty got his yeah. in five. Right, um, um, and the receptions, I mean, Hasty was four for five, 21 yards. Uh, uh, Mitchell got two targets as well, 
Trey Sermon got one carry. Uh, did did go so, did get hurt early? I don't think he came back in, or they didn't. He did they, not. They didn't need him. No. I don't know if it's because he was in a, it wasn't you know, efficient, or there was a tweak there. But yeah, I think uh, you could almost just like cross him off the list for a couple weeks as now too. This is just to Michael Hasty and uh, and Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell did have a touchdown that was ruled uh, that was called back. I think right. he actually got in, but you know, it, whatever happens, if you don't leave anything to doubt. <laughs> yep. Um, um, Debo Samuel's the number one receiver for the uh, the Forty ers at this point. Yeah, Kittle Kittle was uh, was missing in action, which doesn't surprise me. It's just not a guy that I like to own. Um, yeah, targeted four times, but I I don't know. I didn't watch the game um, up close. I had red zone on, and I just wasn't really paying attention to this one too much because there wasn't a lot of scoring at all. Yeah, on the uh, uh, on the Eagles side, I think they really need to reassess what they are. I think they actually have a decent running back in Miles Sanders, and they're not using him enough. Uh, Thirteen carries, fifty-five yards. That's not phenomenal, but they also have a good number two in Kenny and Kenny Gainwell. Like they have, they have a running back room that can be interesting, and they're just letting Jalen Hurts run around, and play hero ball, and that's just not going to work against good teams. Yeah, Jalen um, saves his day with that rushing touchdown closer to the end of the game. Uh, besides that, he was just kind of. Dog shit, like yeah, horribly he, inefficient. He had a he had a ninety yard pass down there, uh, ninety yard rainbow. So that, that, I don't want to make it sound like he actually did something really great. He just took the snap and threw it up. Uh, uh, Quez Watkins, I think, just yeah. kind of ran a, a, a go route and it, it fell on his lap. Outside of that throw, he's eleven for twenty two for a hundred yards. Yep, he's not a good he's not a good passer. I mean, and that's not a team that really should be trying to have him do those things. Again, they they have a decent offensive line. It's what it looks like to me. Guys have come back healthy and they look okay. Yeah, Jalen Hurts cannot be holding the ball for as long as he's holding the ball to play this kind of offense. And like down the goal line, God, that was terrible. Greg, mm-hmm. Greg Ward tries to throw a touchdown pass to him, trying to recreate that sort of uh, Nick Foles uh, Super Bowl bullshit. Uh, no, be be, yeah. be be an actual team. You have some good pieces playing traditional football. They they <laughs> should they should make a play for Matt Ryan. I've decided that that would be where I would go. Yeah, I don't think they can afford him. I have no idea mm. what their team's cap situation is, but that would work. I think to me. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it won't happen. Those, um, those kind of trades don't happen in the NFL. But that's yeah. They need a quarterback. It's not Jalen Hurts. He's got, he's not bad for your fantasy team. It's just not good football. Right. Uh, moving on to what I thought was a really good game: uh, Las Vegas Raiders and Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, um, fun. If you're me, you're feeling pretty damn good about your analysis of the Steelers' offense so far. Still, Harris got through with a nice touchdown uh, receiving. Otherwise, he was 10 carries for 38 yards because that O-line is dog shit. Uh, The depth of target from Ben Roethlisberger could not be more than two yards per per freaking attempt today. I mean, mean, on most of the stuff he completed, yes. Uh, He did take a couple shots to Claypool. Right. Uh, they They were a bit underthrown. And that's, yeah. and that's concerning. I do like that Claypool is getting those looks. But I, sure. I got to say, I was almost like praying we had Mason Rudolph's arm to make that same throw. Not that it would be anywhere closer to the receiver, but it would actually probably get to the spot. So, yeah, so, I get what you're saying so there. It's, so, it's, um, so it's worrisome. Yeah, you had like, I mean, Deontay Johnson, of course, ruled the day, I think, uh, for receivers for the Steelers. He was nine for tw- uh, out of 12 targets, 105 yards. No touchdown. That would have really tipped him over to having a – Damn good day. Um, it was a lot of like extension of the running game stuff. All that, all that short, you know, one, two, three, throw it out. Uh, that the Steelers' offense just seems predicated around at this point. Um, the St- the uh, Raiders, on the other hand, Derek Carr had a pretty damn good game. Um, 
So, okay, he can play football. That's cool. He, he might be going up the rankings a bit. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, he's at, he's over 800 yards in, in the last six days of uh, calendar yeah. days. So, I mean, that, you have to take a little notice. I, I don't think his, uh, that team can really run the football very well. So they're going to need him. If Henry Ruggs is going to come at him, it's going to be the, you know, the first round pick that he was supposed to be. You couple that with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro working on the inside. And that's actually not a bad uh, receiving core. And that uh, Morrow guy uh, as well, another big target play. I mean, if you're going to run with two tight ends to try to give your O-line better blocking for your running backs, when Jacobs is around, I mean, he proved his utility with his touchdown catch today. So that back shoulder, uh, what was it? A back shoulder throw that he ended up taking for like 30 yards or something like that. I can't remember, but this team should be on the lookout of a play. This team should be on the lookout for a running back on a bad team. I think they're going to need one. And they actually might be good enough in that, in that, uh, in the AFC West to want to compete for a, a wild card spot at minimum. And they have to play the chiefs. That's always hard, but they play the chiefs tough. So you never know. But yeah. they, they don't have a running game. And Kenyon Drake ain't it. Peyton Barber ain't it. Yep. Um, so they, they may want to look uh, into that at some point. As I, as the Chiefs just have a, uh, a honey badger touchdown. <laughs> oh, nice. Lamar, Lamar Jackson starting off with a pick six, uh, I, I believe. So There we go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on that note, uh, what, Minnesota, Arizona? Fun, uh, fun the, game the for four about. Four o'clock slot. Yeah, fun game for about three quarters. And it kind of just died. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, you know, going into the the 80s uh, on the combined score. But um, what? Uh, Kirk Cousins had a decent day today. Lots of touchdowns. Dalvin Cook got his over 130 yards. Um, went down twice today. Luckily, he came back each time. Yeah, it looked like a, uh, a back the first time and a, a bit of an ankle the second time. So no knees, n- none of the really, really bad stuff, but just kind of typical Dalvin things. Yeah, and um, who, who was this? Uh, K.J. Osborne, uh, George, yeah, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen all get at least five uh, receptions on the day. And score. Uh, all getting, yeah, all getting touchdowns. Uh, they only went to the tight end four times. He caught only two. Um, on the Cardinals side, uh, what a- AJ Green is alive. <laughs> um, I he mean, really eh, three for forty four on a score. Yes, he's going. He's getting snaps. So I don't think he's really on a fantasy radar though. It doesn't seem like that. And he certainly was upstaged by a kiddo today. Yeah, I, AJ Green coming back has definitely knocked the uh, tires off of uh, Christian Kirk right now uh his ascension might be dead so if you wasted your fab on him last week sorry i think we told you you probably shouldn't but um but i did what, say that uh, i did say that rondale moore was probably worth a uh, a few bucks yeah if, if he yeah, was no out doubt. there if he was out there now he's now if he was out there he, he might be our number one waiver pickup when we, when we come tuesday if he's still I eligible assume. i mean there wasn't a, there weren't a lot of injuries to key people so and and there weren't a lot of people that stepped up but i mean he certainly against a bad defense to kind of abused him. I mean, one of them was a kind of a fluky touchdown, but you know, Kyler Murray runs around crazy. Those are going to happen. You know, that hero yep. ball shit does lead to some stuff like that. Right. And uh, uh, they don't, they don't have running backs either. Uh, Chase Edmonds, James Connor, neither one of them was particularly great to me. Although Edmonds 5.8 a carry, just they, they don't really go to him when they need like those high value, those important touches. Like he's not someone they trust for that. They usually give to Connor and let him lumber for two. 
I think today was a little weird though for the Cardinals because the uh, Vikings jumped out to like a twenty-one to three lead in the beginning of the game. That's true. Yeah, good point. So it it kind of messed up his day, but they caught up really quick. I think by halftime it was about tied up, and um, you know, fun game. Definitely a fun high-scoring game. Uh, we needed that after that one o'clock slot. Uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Um, 48 to 25, as you would expect, I think. Uh, you saw the Atlanta Falcons offense kind of get rolling to some degree. A little bit. Then, uh, they, it was, it was Cordero Patterson that seemed to be the most interesting piece, at least on the, uh, that's kind of like a, a gadget. I mean, he didn't run the ball well, but none of the, I mean, you can't run, the, you can't run the ball on the, on the Bucks. There's, nope. Not, not only are they good at stopping it, you're always behind. And Tom Brady's gonna throw five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, shit. You're always gonna be behind. So don't. I wouldn't. I would never, if I can avoid it, start my running backs against the Bucks. Right. Uh, Calvin Ridley had a decent day. Um, yeah, Kyle, it was the Cordero Patterson show. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Pitts got involved. Yeah, he was nice. I uh, didn't get any like high value looks. Like he got one red zone target, I believe, but it was it was like around around the five yard line with like two guys bracketing him, so there was no chance of scoring. But he yeah, he looked he looked like a professional football player and made a couple nice plays. Yeah, I think he ended up as a wide receiver or a tight end six for the day. So that's what that gets you. Uh, Nine point eight points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, on the on the Buck side, I mean Tom Brady is is kind of he's he's matchup proof. You just got to go. Uh, yes, yeah. start him. Uh, he he decides who gets touchdowns <laughs> based on what he wants. Today was Mike Evans' turn. Um, Gronkowski just gets his anytime they leave all the other weapons alone. It wasn't Antonio Brown day. Bit of a disappointment there. Yeah. Uh, and the running back situation, um, I, I guess Fournette's the guy, but none of them are really the guy. You know, I mean, I, if you had to op- uh, own one of them, fine. I guess I, I would choose Fournette, but I'm not encouraged in that situation. It's a pass-happy team. Yeah, uh, Fournette, as it should be. Fournette surprisingly is better than Ronald Jones in the pass game, not just in catching the ball, which is more of a surprise. He is a better blocker. Uh, I did see on several occasions he like would step up and make a block and like he's getting the first he's he's getting the first high five or fist bump from Tom Brady not the receiver that caught the ball like mm-hmm. he is he is doing the things as a professional running back you're supposed to do to stay on the field um, it, it is weird though because I mean they said Ronald Jones is going to be a starter and he got out he got out touched and maybe that was because Leonard Fournette was playing so well in, in all I, the and st- everything besides running the football. I, th- I think on the second snap of the game, Fournette was in at that point. Yeah. Uh, like, I think Bruce Arians was being a dick, like I said he would be, and he started Ronald Jones and then just flipped him out or something. Uh, it was the Mike Evans and Chris Godwin show uh, out of the receiving staff. Oh, and and Rob Gronkowski, of course, two touchdowns. Yeah, he's always going to get looks inside the 20. I mean, those, yep. high, those high value, I mean, they get down there a lot. So, Yeah, scary you, matchup for sure. Yeah, you may be like kind of, struggling with Rob Gronkowski sometimes because he doesn't have the touchdown early and he's not getting lots of looks outside the twenties, but just start him every week. You will have more good weeks than those sort of like three for 31s. And even if Mm -hmm. you do get a three for 31, that's what most of the position's doing anyway. Yep. (laughs) Um, Cowboys chargers, 20 to 17 Dallas, uh, a weird game. Can we get Tony Pollard on another freaking team? Good Lord. He had juice today. Isn't he good? Yeah, I mean, we'll just just. I mean, he lights it up every time. Like, I saw a running back for Dallas make a play. It wasn't it, like sometimes it was Zeke, but most times it was Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah, he was electric today. Um, got over twenty fantasy points. 
over 100 yards on 13 carries. I mean, just brilliant efficiency. He's such a weapon. Uh, Dak Prescott didn't have to do a whole lot today. Um, I mean, he he was super efficient, 23 for 27, 237 yards, a pick, no touchdowns. It was a very Baker Mayfield kind of day. Um, CeeDee Lamb, the only wide receiver to really make a huge impact uh, fantasy-wise. So that was a bit of a surprise, I think. We, we were kind of all expecting this to be the highest scoring fantasy football game of the day. And the Dallas side left a little lacking because you probably had Tony Pollard on your bench and... You know, Zeke and Lamb were the only efficient ones. So, yeah, Chargers side, Justin Herbert made a couple throws you're not supposed to make, but yeah, still, still by and large, looks like a, just a cornerstone offensive piece. I mean, the guy has a great arm. He made some of his, he made some of his ancillary pieces look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Mike, Eckler, wow. Yeah, uh, Austin Eckler uh, had a nice day. Uh, Mike Williams is here to stay as long as he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is getting open. He is making some. He is making some athletic plays, like you like you'd expect. He was a high draft pick. The guy is really talented. He just can never stay healthy, right? And Keenan Allen just sort of plugs along for four for one hundred eight. Yep, it's a good, good team. day. It's a good team. I mean, they didn't win today. Dallas, uh, they they played a. They, they did just enough to win. Uh, interesting game, if not for fantasy purposes. Just was pretty inter- pretty good football. It was a so, fun game. The good good drama build up all the way through. Uh, ends up on a last second field goal. But yeah, uh, going to a crazy game, um, one that should shouldn't have been won, I think, by the the home team here. Ten or sorry, not the home team, the visitors. But Tennessee versus Seattle in Seattle, thirty three to thirty. Tennessee, Tannehill not super efficient, but Derek freaking Henry uh, gets one hundred and eighty two yards and three touchdowns. I mean- Tannehill was 27 of 40 for 347. He had a nice day. He just, uh, he had, I, I still don't, I mean, I, I looked away with the uh, Julio Jones touchdown that was called back. He got both feet in, so I'm guessing he bobbled it a little bit. I, I, I didn't I, see that. Because, like, he got, like, no, he, he got both toes in and both heels, but they called that touchdown back. But I walked away to get a sandwich and uh, don't know what happened there. But Tannehill was nice. 27 for 40 for 347 should yield you top eight at the position if he just has two damn touchdowns. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, that's what I meant. I, I know his yardage was on point and all that. Just like, man, uh, Julio and between Julio and A.J. Brown, you would expect a touchdown between one of those guys. Yeah, and Hul- it just didn't happen. Julio Jones had a nice day. Derrick Henry actually caught, caught six balls. You may not see that again, but it was a nice little compliment to a career <laughs> record. It was an extra five points that he didn't fucking need, but <laughs> it's Yeah, whatever. no kidding. Uh, A.J. Brown uh, is gets my, like, uh, like weak sauce of the week award. Like he was, he had alligator arms on a couple big throws that while they weren't like super catchable, like they were where you, they're, they're where elite receivers need to catch the ball. And not only did he not catch it, he was nowhere in position to like keep his feet in bounds. Just, he had a bad day. He was bracketed very well by some pretty poor, um, uh, Seattle secondary, uh, cornerbacks just wasn't a good day. And DK Metcalf on the other side really wasn't that impressive either. This was a Tyler Lockett show for, uh, for the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, it was, and Freddie Swain got randomly thrown in there as well. Uh, yeah, he's he, Freddie Swain's going to eat once or twice a year because you just can't cover everybody, and you have to dedicate three guys to at least to lock it in Metcalf. Like so, right? At some point, somebody else on that team is going to eat. Uh, Travis Homer had a lot of snaps in this game. Hmm. I mean, he didn't do anything with him, but he was on the field more than you'd expect. Chris Carson was trash, but had two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, Alex, saved his day. Alex Collins had one run and looked really good. I don't have to make this team on the on the rushing side. They shouldn't rush. I know they lost this game, but they didn't lose it because they didn't score. 
Like uh, they they just died. Like second half, they just quit. Like they always do. Like they get out to that lead and then they just give up and let the opposing team catch up to them. It it's like a script or something. Now it they, kills now, me. They won't face teams with a better with as good an offense as Tennessee very often. Like we Tennessee was shut down by Arizona, which made no sense in Week One. Right. Uh, and while AJ Brown didn't have a good day, everybody else on this offense ate pretty well. So mm-hmm. Seattle's not going to face that every week. Their 30 should get the job done most weeks. I don't think their defense played that poorly. You just, I mean, Derrick Henry decided it, like midway through the third quarter that I'm just going to take over this game. Right. And he did yeah. because he's Derrick Henry and he's big. <laughs> yep. Yep, for sure. And he looked great out there, I thought. I mean, you, you mentioned he looked sluggish or, or something. I just think that's how big he is. And we're used to all these little running backs out there. Yeah, no, he just um maybe it's because they were they were piling on like maybe the second the uh, I mean the Titans were down Taylor Lewan the whole game had a uh their you know their franchise off you know tackle and maybe that was had Ooh. something I mean he he had he had kind of tweaked something in warmups didn't play I don't know if it was serious but it was enough to keep him out um yeah but I mean yeah Der- as soon as I said Derrick Henry looked kind of sluggish he, he popped a sixty yard touchdown and then that was it and and I said he was good every for the whole rest of the game after that so yeah. <laughs> Just wear them down and beat them up. It, it, it was quarter and overtime. It was Christmas in September for the for the giant girl Yeti. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was more of like I guess the uh, what is it Bigfoot? I guess is more of like the 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 summer. Uh, yeah, like woodsy yeah, that would sort. be the more summer yeah, fall. Yeah, one. so he was more Bigfoot today uh, for as 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 the summer Yeti. But damn, I mean, if you had him, you feel great. You won because not even, almost nobody else scored points anywhere. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So him and Cooper Cup are definitely like the. Uh, Running back and wide receiver MVPs of the week, I think. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, Patrick Mahomes and um, you know those guys can maybe take care of that though, because Tyreek fucking went for like two hundred yards last week, so he could outdo Cooper Cup here. Yeah, could, uh, yeah. Could, uh, this one should be fun. The, the Ravens should be angry, and the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and it's primetime football. We got a good one. Uh, which we won't have tomorrow night, so soak it up. Um, we'll, uh, I guess we'll almost call it a call it a day from about right there, and just yeah, uh, just kinda, sounds good to me. And waivers shouldn't be that uh, that difficult of a show because we didn't lose people on on, a, yep. on kind of a boring Saturday as it relates to fantasy football. Not a lot of big scores. At least we didn't lose valuable pieces. So. That is very good. <laughs> Unless you're a Deontay Johnson owner, then it might be bad. But on, on the last play, yeah, down by nine, down. sucks ass. That hurts, but all right. Well, hey, everyone. uh, Cheers. Hope um, Sunday night goes well for you. Thank you for listening to For the Win Fantasy. Make sure you're subscribed and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our Patreon for exclusive benefits. Until next time. But they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked.